You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. People, today is the day of the beginning of the rest of your lives. No. (laughs) Well, I guess that's actually true. But today I wanted to talk you through this idea and give you a few tips and tricks in terms of how to turn those leads into real cash monies and the whole idea of how you turn active inquiries into real life sales. I get asked this question a lot by you guys. What is the secret to turning inquiries into live bookings? I think it's so easy to assume, oh, I have a website or, oh, I've posted a handful of photos to Instagram. The inquiries should come rolling in. Well, for those of you who've been running on that assumption, you probably already know that this is true, that that is not exactly how it works. Just because you have been posting a few pictures on Instagram doesn't mean that customers are going to actually inquire with you, which might break your heart a little bit, which is okay, because we can hug it out. And I am here to give you a little bit of guidance in terms of re-evaluating how your customers actually approach you. In actual fact, anytime... Anytime you or one of your potential customers or clients makes a purchase, we actually walk through a series of decisions. Making any purchase is not an immediate, I need to buy that, I'm going to buy that, pay the money, instantaneous transaction that happens. In some cases, it might feel like it's an instantaneous transaction. However, it never actually is. It's very possible that in most cases, the amount of money that somebody is spending means that they're going to go through a longer evaluation process, but that is also not necessarily true. When I was seven years old, I would stand in front of the candy bar section in 7-Eleven, and I would stand there long enough for my dad to look at me and be like, would you hurry up and make a decision? So, you know, whether you're buying $150,000 purchase or you're spending what at the time was probably 75 cents because I am old, sometimes you can spend the same amount of time making the purchase. But the point is our customers are always actually evaluating their options and they will move through this idea that I teach my students called a path to purchase. You can envision it like a winding road. You can envision it like a series of steps. But it's really important to understand that your customers actually move through a series of decisions. They will always compare their options before they commit to any purchase. If you take one of the simplest examples that we have on hand, 
I feel like something sweet. I am going to evaluate my options, and it could be everything from strawberries to dried fruit to ice cream to a chocolate bar, right? I am actually going to evaluate all the different ways I could solve that craving that I have for something sweet. I'm going to narrow it down to possibly one, if not two options, weigh up the pros and cons of each, and then make a decision. That is one of the simplest purchases that most humans will ever go through. What is way more complicated is pretty much any time somebody is buying flowers. They're even evaluating the opportunity of are flowers the right solution in this scenario compared to other alternatives. If you're focused in on everyday flowers, some of your customers are evaluating a floral arrangement with a box of chocolates and or a bottle of wine. Or they're evaluating a floral arrangement with taking somebody out to lunch. In some cases, they're not even at the point of actually evaluating different floral designers. They're still even evaluating whether flowers is the right solution. That can also happen in the case of weddings and events because somebody could decide to do a large-scale installation or they could decide to do some sort of light or fabric installation. They are going to evaluate their options to help solve their problem. The beautiful thing is, as soon as you start to realize that your customers actually move through a series of decisions, it will change how you begin to market your business. So aha moment number one, know that your customers actually move through multiple steps, multiple points along a decision-making process before they'll actually hand their money over. What is one of the most important exercises to sit down and do is to figure out who your ideal client is and what actually matters to them when it comes to making these decisions. In almost every instance, you can simplify the purchase process into three main phases. They need to know that you exist. They need to like what you have to offer. And then they need to trust that you are going to deliver on what they are looking for. Understanding that our customers move through this know, like, trust process really starts to paint a clearer picture in terms of understanding how powerful your website can be, why some people will even call you if it says book an appointment on our website, why some people might even be looking at your website and you could be ordering online, they could simply pay with PayPal and click buy now, but instead they're still going to call. It's because they're looking to move through and want to make sure that they're checking their own criteria in terms of liking you and then actually trusting you. This is why sometimes people will inquire with you and you will not get the booking. It's also really important to know your customers are going to comparison shop. And I, unlike most people in this industry, actually believe that that is an incredibly powerful way that we can win. It is so easy to win our customers over once you understand what their actual pain points are, how we actually need to solve their problem, and how to generate trust. 
and so many other designers out there are completely ignoring the fact that they need to satisfy the needs of their customers in order for their customers to hand over the money that I think it is incredibly easy to separate yourself from the competition. At the end of the day, no matter what type of floristry you are offering, your customers are going to comparison shop. And understanding how your customer thinks and what their pain points are in terms of getting them to like you, and even more important than that, getting them to trust you, is the difference between you winning the business versus your competition winning the business. I actually do believe, hand on heart, it is really easy to win your customers over once you've identified who your ideal client is and what their actual needs are. The one point that is always a sticking point in this instance is anyone who is out there who is a price shopper, which is very common in this industry because the majority of our customers on this beautiful planet have no idea what we do. They have no idea that being a floral designer is quite a different offering than the flowers that they might see at the front of the grocery store. So the challenge that we'll often face is that we will be confronted with all of these price shoppers and our prices, no doubt, are almost always going to be higher than is expected and they'll find an alternative solution. So they will always be out there comparison shopping. And I will tell you, there will probably always be some sort of flower seller who is happy to deliver a solution to anybody who's out there price shopping. But I'll tell you what, if you're sitting here listening to this podcast, you know that there is a better way. You believe me when I tell you that being the lowest cost provider is not the way to build a sustainable business. For us, nor does it need to be the way. But I will also tell you, when you are the person trying to build your business and you feel like you keep getting your way more expensive, your way more expensive, your way more expensive, it can be heartbreaking and it will be very tempting, very tempting to decide that the only way to win business over is to truly just discount your prices across the board because you know what? Discounting your prices is the easiest option. It is the easy way out. But do you know what is more rewarding, more fulfilling, and sets you up for a more successful business? Shifting your marketing and understanding that your customers are going to work through multiple steps when they're evaluating their options. So if you feel like you're stuck in this cycle of always attracting customers who are looking for the lowest price solution, the solution is not for you to discount your prices. The solution is for you to adapt your marketing. Reevaluate the persona and the brand that you're putting out into the world. Understand that there is an abundance of money in this world. It's all about attracting the right kinds of clients who will see value in the service that you offer. So remember, it's not going to be about discounting your pricing. It's about rejigging 
how you present your business to the world. And one of the fundamental reasons that I know that our websites are such an incredibly powerful marketing and sales tool is because your website can very easily walk your customers through, get them to the point where they like what they see, educate them enough and reinforce the value that you offer to your customers so that they then trust you and know that you are addressing their specific pain points as early up in the evaluation process as possible. The reason that businesses that offer online catalogs will always turn over more money than businesses that don't offer online catalogs is because those online catalogs solve two of the biggest problems that our customers have but are too afraid to ask. Question number one, how does this whole process work? If you have an online catalog, if you have a very clear description for your customers as to how the wedding inquiry process works, how the wedding planning process works, you are going to get more customers. Answering that question of how does this whole thing work in a very simple and succinct way is so powerful because every single customer out there is asking that question. The second question that they want to know the answer for, but are definitely too afraid to ask, what will my money get me? That question is so important to our customers, but particularly if you live in the English speaking world, Anybody talking about money is as faux pas as people talking about religion and people talking about sex, particularly around the dinner table. Like when we grew up, there was always that kind of stereotype or that phrase that was flown around, right? Money, sex, religion. The three topics you never talk about at a dinner party. Money, in particular, when it comes to your customers and your clients, is the territory that they have the most questions about but they're never going to directly ask you about. You will very quickly gain the trust of your potential customers if you make money part of the conversation as early as possible. If you make it really easy for them to understand what their money is going to get them. Write a blog post on your website. Talk about it on Instagram. Set up your online catalog on your website. Show them what their money is going to get them. And you'll immediately move through that no like trust experience so fast. And particularly if you sort this out on your website, they will then inquire already having liked what you have to offer and having a level of trust. If you sat down and thought about what are 10 ways that you can get your customers to trust you more, Think about, dissect what their actual pain points and requirements are. Find a very easy way to talk about it on your website, bring it up on Facebook, bring it up on Instagram, and then begin to repeat yourself ad nauseum. It will actually have a direct impact on you being able to convert your leads into active sales. Because remember, our customers are moving through a three-phase decision-making process. First of all, they even need to know that you exist. Once they know that you exist, 
you have about 30 seconds for them to intuitively realize whether they even like what you have to offer or you don't. And then it's a longer process for them to understand what it is that you're offering, whether they believe that you'll actually deliver on their needs, and whether they trust you enough to hand the money over. But that is where, if you can find a way, very succinctly, very simply, on Instagram and on your website, to answer these two questions, you are going to be leaps ahead of the competition. How does this whole thing work? What does my money get me? And I know it's going to sound incredibly obvious to you. If you're focused in on everyday flowers, if you're focused in on weekly subscriptions, if you're focused in on weddings and events, I want you to think about and distill the ordering process down into three, maybe four steps. Each step is one sentence. Make it as simple as humanly possible. Pretend like you're talking to your seven-year-old nephew and put it in a very prominent place on your website. Make it the second thing that they'll see on your homepage. Make it the first thing that they'll read at the top of your online catalog. If you're focused in on everyday flowers, it's going to go something like this. Explore our catalog, select the design you like, add in the delivery details. We will hand make and craft your design and ensure safe delivery to the recipient. Yes, there are 957 steps in between that, but your customers don't even necessarily realize or know that it's going to be handcrafted at your shop and then personally delivered to the recipient. Let alone search the catalog, choose the design you like, include your delivery details. You're making it sound so simple. And for an industry where majority of our customers are walking in so intimidated and overwhelmed by what's happening, it's such a great way to build that trust factor. And knowing they're going to evaluate your website against your competition's website, the fact that you're making it so simple and succinct for them inherently generates more trust in that relationship with your client. On an unrelated note, I had a catch up yesterday with one of my business masterclass students. And I'm so grateful that I had that catch up with her yesterday because she was in this cycle of feeling incredibly overwhelmed and frustrated with the pace at which her business is moving. And I am so glad that I got to have that time with her yesterday to tell her that it's okay to have hard days, but she can do this. She can work through this. And what was the trigger for her that caused this, I feel like the world's imploding over my head and I don't know if I can do this, experience, because I will tell you right now, I have been there. But the experience that she had was that she had the opportunity to provide a quote for a wedding for a friend of a friend of a friend. Essentially, somebody who is two, possibly even three steps removed from her. They don't know who she is from the next person who offers floral design services. And I have been working on this theory, and so far it has been proven very true. Anyone who comes to you searching for a quote who has been specifically referred by a friend of a friend of a friend, like you don't even know who you are, 
<laughs> they don't know you from Adam. I don't know who Adam is or if you were at the flower shop, but they don't know you from Adam. 99% of those times, you're not going to get that booking because they are simply looking for the lowest price provider. In our case, that person should be going directly to the Sydney flower market and sourcing their own ingredients. Anybody who is looking for a referral, who is two to three steps removed from you, is probably not going to be your ideal client. Unless they are the type of people who have gone out there and done their research and done their evaluation, they are always going to be looking for the lowest cost solution. And none of you listening to this podcast are going to be the lowest cost solution. That is not the game that we are playing. We are service-based business owners who are looking to create custom solutions for our clients. We will always operate within a broad range of price points, but that doesn't mean that we are going to be the lowest cost provider. So I wanted to share a little bit about her story, A, because I want everybody to know that not every day is going to be butterflies and rainbows and unicorns. You are going to have hard days. And I am so grateful to all of my students who will reach out and say, I'm having a hard day because I will be your biggest cheerleader and tell you it's okay. We are all going to have hard days. But I will also tell everybody to be very wary and do not get your hopes up if somebody is referring you on who is two steps removed from you. Most likely not going to be your ideal client. If they're not even going to take the time to explore your Instagram, look at your website, understand how your process works, and evaluate their options in comparison to other businesses, they are purely looking for the lowest price solution. Always. Be super happy if somebody wants to prove me wrong in that theory, but it's very possible that the people who are referring you over, friends and family who are two to three steps removed, who you don't even know, they are not necessarily going to be your ideal client. So you're walking into the whole cycle and the whole no like trust experience with this giant cloud over your head because they're purely just looking for the lowest price solution. And if talking about money was a much more socially acceptable dinner party conversation, I would probably walk up to that person and be like, I don't even want to have this conversation with you if you're looking for the lowest price solution. You can go to the Sydney flower market yourself because that is the right solution for anybody looking for the lowest cost option. I never really appreciated how much our customers move through the no like trust cycle until I started to dissect our websites and appreciate how much we have ticked the boxes for our potential customers in terms of gaining their trust really quickly. The whole premise around having an online catalog and being able to show people this is what your money gets you, this is how the whole thing works. If you have any questions, please call us at the shop. Linking in your Instagram profile to show that you're active and you're alive and here's a little bit of behind the scenes and here's what's in season. Checking the trust boxes all over the place. 
When it comes to managing wedding inquiries, giving them the guideline, having an online calculator, having a blog post that talks them through if this is your budget, this is what's usually included, etc., etc., etc. More important than all of that is making sure you are the very first vendor to respond to your potential client. Be super upfront and make it really helpful for them to understand the cost and evaluate their options before you waste any time having a consultation, doing more mood boards, talking about what's in season. None of it. Whether you do a mood board in the first week or in the week before the wedding is not the difference between landing the client and not landing the client. Being quick to respond, finding a way to make it really simple to communicate this is what your money is going to get you, and educating them on this is how the entire process works, and giving them permission that they don't have to do all of the things and they don't even have to know the name of a flower and they don't have to do white and green. Check, check, check. So your challenge today is to sit down and think about who your ideal client is, what are their actual pain points, what are their actual questions, what is the actual problem that you solve for them, and how can you make yourself more helpful than the next person. Because whoever is the most helpful makes the most money. So if we dissect the no like trust evaluation process, very simply, how are your customers going to find out about you? They might find you on Instagram, they might get referred from a friend or from the venue, or they might find you on Google. Then they're going to go through their own likability checklist. Do they like what they see? Do they like what you have to offer? Do they like your aesthetic? Do they like the actual formats? Do they like the price points that you have to offer? And then moving into a more emotional state, they're going to start to look and evaluate the trust option. Have you been doing business recently? Are you human? If they hand their money over to you, are you likely to deliver on what you said? Do you understand what they're actually after? Do you understand what their vision is for the day? Do you understand what's actually important to them? Do you understand that they have no idea what they're talking about? So sit down and think about this entire process of how are they going to know that you exist? What can you do or say to win them over from a likability point of view? And what can you do or say to win them over from a trust factor. And I will tell you right now, you can do all of that without actually having to talk to somebody. And that whole idea about not having to talk to somebody and winning somebody over through the no like trust process is the most important, particularly if you are focused in on trying to sell wedding packages. If you're trying to push your customers to ordering everything online, getting them to know that you exist, getting them to like what they see, do you provide the solutions that they're looking for? Do they trust that if they put an online order in that's $2,500, $3,500, that you will actually have the product and material ready for them on the day? If you can crack the code in your own unique way for your ideal client, get them to know you, get them to like you, get them to trust you. You can absolutely set up a program 
that is all about wedding packages where they just order the whole thing online and you don't even need to talk to anybody. But it's the ultimate challenge in terms of flowers. But if you can crack that code, you can sell anything to anybody. But that whole no like trust evaluation process is why I believe the combination of Instagram and your website is so powerful. Layer on top of it a series of template emails, bam. You'll be booking weddings left, right, and center because you will be so focused in on what the actual pain points are for your customers. You'll know what's really important to them. You won't be worrying about doing mood boards within the first two weeks of communicating with these people. Instead, you'll be talking to them about money and realizing that's where their actual questions and concerns are. You'll be giving them permission to tell them they don't need to worry about having pew ends. They don't need to worry about having rose petals. They don't need to be worried about even having table arrangements. You can give them permission to do whatever you think is right. But giving them the option to understand it's okay for them to show up and not know the name of any flower other than a rose and a peony. It's okay for them to show up and not have to be obsessed with the whole green and white experience. It's okay for them to show up and decide that they only want to have one bridesmaid and that that mom is not going to get a corsage, but dad is going to get a buttonhole and the groom's not going to get a boutonniere. And... It's okay to spend $3,700 on a ceiling installation and nothing else. Remember, the two most important questions you can answer for your client. How does this whole thing work? What is my money going to get me? And know that you can take this entire know, like, trust experience, sort through it on your Instagram, sort through it on your website, and it's one of the most effective ways to efficiently turn your clients into paying customers. So three main lessons to learn. One, your customers will always comparison shop, but I want you to embrace it. I want you to think of it as a major opportunity to win over your customer and make your competition look not as good. Comparison shopping is a responsible adult thing to do. Win them over by being faster to respond, answer their actual questions that they're even too afraid to ask, and be the most helpful person you have ever come across in the entire planet. Number two, you can gain trust purely through this thing called social proof. It is the reason why you will see businesses have testimonials from past customers, whether it's on a website or it's on Instagram stories or it's saved to an Instagram highlight or it's actually featured on an Instagram feed. It is also why Google reviews is powerful. But if none of that is happening for you right now, there is proof in showing that you are actually busy, showing your behind the scenes on Instagram and talking about your work in progress. Even the idea of sitting down and having a wedding consultation is worth promoting on Instagram because it fits into this bucket of this broader thing called social proof. People want to work with busy people. If you show that you are busy and active and doing things on Instagram, people will infer that that means that other people have booked you and therefore you are in demand and therefore they don't want to miss out on your services and therefore they're just going to book with you. It's a weird thing, but it totally works. So you showing your behind the scenes, you talking about design consultations, you talking about planning recipes is just as powerful as having some testimonials on your website. Number three, you are guiding your customers through a decision-making journey. 
Just because they know that you exist, just because you're posting on Instagram, just because you have a website doesn't actually equate to them automatically buying from you. And think through this notion, adopt this idea of it's all about getting increased inquiries and knowing not every single one of those inquiries is going to be worth the effort. Personally, I like to work on a 25% rule. If you can book one in four inquiries, if one in four people who land on your website turn into a paying customer, you are doing really, really well. If you notice that your booking rate is lower than that, go back up one step in this journey, right? They know that you exist. Do they like what you have to offer? Do they trust that you are the right person to deliver on this job? And with the big red flag being, if you are constantly getting people inquiring and they are looking for the lowest cost solution, they're out there comparison shopping purely based on price, they are not going to be your ideal client. There is a chance that you can win some of those people over, but no, sometimes it's just not worth the effort. Anything you can do to create a template that's quick to respond, anything you can do on your website to help educate them on what their money is going to get them is going to help you sift through that shit. Because you don't want the price shoppers. You want the people who appreciate the service of floral design. So sit down and think through of the pain points of your ideal customer. How can you, using the technology on your website, using the power of Instagram and social media, start to educate them and show them this is how the process works. This is what your money's going to get you. There are 11 billion different ways to talk about that, to set that up, to do that from a technology point of view, to do that with blog posts, to do that on Instagram stories, to do that on Instagram feed, and just start experimenting with it. Okay, kids, I hope that that was helpful. If you want more of all of this good stuff, this is exactly what I teach in one of the main modules in the Business Masterclass. The Business Masterclass is my online program that is a combination of an online course and a classroom online setting with weekly trainings, lessons, and Q&A that I will be hosting twice more in 2020. So the next session opens for registration at the end of April. And yes, everybody who has registered for the April workshop gets to be part of the April session of the online business masterclass. And when I open up registration for our November workshop, anybody who registers for the November in-person workshop design retreat will also get access to one of this year's business masterclasses. And if you can't come to one of the two in-person retreats, I will make sure that I open up the invitation so that if you are located anywhere in this beautiful big bad world, whether you're in the UK, New Zealand, Malaysia, Spain, Russia, Canada, Singapore, Africa, so many countries, so many countries covered by this beautiful podcast, I will be opening up registration for the online business masterclass, which includes talking through this entire sales journey process 
with a series of online videos, plus we do live training because it's so important in terms of really setting your business up and skyrocketing it for success. And I hand over all of my email templates, all of my website goodness, so that everybody can just copy, adapt, swipe the content and make it their own. It's so exciting. And I love this stuff because it's the difference between understanding the power of sales and how you market your business and knowing you definitely don't need to be the best designer on the planet, but you do need to know what matters to your customer and how to sell in your solution. So watch this space. Registration will be opening up at the end of the month. Right now, we are in the early phases of March 2020. The next business masterclass will open up for registration mid to late April. And the first class will kick off that last week of April. So it is a seven-week program that includes seven live training sessions that I host at two different times to account for all of the different time zones of all of you beautiful people. So in my bubble, I host it on Tuesday morning and then I host it again on Tuesday night. You only need to come to one of those times. And if one of those weeks you cannot make the live training, then you can watch the replay. And then later in the week, I also host two open live Q&A sessions so that we can sort through any specific questions that you have. Plus, there's a whole video library of content that has more than five hours of video material based on marketing and sales, planning recipes, sorting through the ins and outs of all of the stuff that nobody talks about when it comes to business. I'm also adding in so many free bits of content for all of my students because I'm realizing that there is so much infinitely practical templates that we have created that I want to make sure that you guys have access to. So watch this space. And if you are at all inclined to come to any of my 2020 workshops, you will get free access to my business masterclass. Quite literally, if I was to sum up the content in my business masterclass, it's everything that I have learned in five years of building two floral design businesses. But I also wish it was module number five that they actually would teach at floral design school. But they don't. So that's fine. They can do what they want to do. And I'll just sit here and tell everybody how to actually build a business and make money. You do you. I'll do me. Rock and roll. Let's do this thing. Okay, people, that's the end of today's show. I hope that was helpful. If you know somebody who can benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them. And wherever you are in this big, bad world, take a screen grab, tag me, let me know that you're listening. And with all the craziness that's happening, with the zombies about to invade, take care of yourself. And remember, you don't have to watch television. You don't have to watch the news. You don't have to read the headlines. In fact, I highly recommend it because it'll keep you... In a world of sanity, otherwise known as slash delusion slash just sitting here worrying about what's going to happen when the zombies invade is not helpful. Okay, wrapping it up. Have a beautiful day, friends, and I will talk to you again later.